Hey guys, Slayton in Tampa with a quick one this time. Um, don't know if you guys saw Jaden Mickens' press conference from yesterday. Uh, check it out on YouTube, but it, or the Bucks app, obviously, but it was great mentality. Um, I just loved when I watched it. Um, I'd seen some of the quotes, you know, tweeted out by Carmen and others, but man, when you actually, you know, listen to it, and see how his mentality is. You can't help but root for the guy, but also just know that this team is really, I think, even more special once you hear from other players that we normally don't get to hear from all the time. So anyway, check it out and go Bucks. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Nation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. As always, the Locked On Bucks podcast is brought to you for free and on all listening platforms. We are very happy to be able to say that with full confidence. And something else that we're confident about is if you're looking for a Sunday pregame show that talks about every game, and every team in depth, check out the Locked On NFL Sunday show live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. No sketches, no celebrity cameos, no fluff, just football every Sunday morning with hosts Cody Rourke and Ross Jackson. Follow and subscribe to Locked On Live on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. And don't forget to turn on notifications and be notified when the show goes live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. We're going to do our final wrap up here of the week and preview for. This weekend's matchup, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Atlanta Falcons. Uh, yeah, a big shout out there to Layton for starting out the show with a voicemail. And look, you talk about a guy like Jaden Mickens. I mean, uh, if, if there's a player necessarily that kind of embodies the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like mentality over the decades, right? It, it might be a guy like Jaden Mickens. You're talking about the underdog. You're talking about the guy that everybody counted out. Nobody expected anything from. And and yeah, in that press conference, I mean, we can't run down every single thing he said. But whether it's Jaden talking about, you know, doing whatever is necessary to help the team and to do whatever he needs to do to make the roster. Or it's Jaden kind of talking about being a champion now, no longer just a football player, but having that champion mentality and wanting to get back there, seeing the social media traffic about, you know, uh, I don't remember the exact quote, but basically like the, the, the Buccaneers don't have a punt returner and he kind of taking it takes exception to that. I think it's, it's that type of mentality that's going to keep a team like this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team from falling into the pit that a lot of Super Bowl champions have fallen into before James. And that is, you know, the, the Super Bowl hangover and maybe reading too much of your of your love and all that stuff. You've got enough players on this team. Again, Tom Brady is forever a six-round draft pick, and I think that kind of helps fuel him more and more and more. You heard Bruce Arians during the offseason talking about how he appreciated uh, the media talking about Devin White's pass protection uh, or pass defense because it's it's helped fuel him uh, to get even better than he already is. And, I mean, it's just, you know, you go you kind of just go down the list and you can talk about the secondary. So, I mean, yeah, they're the grave diggers and all that stuff, but now – after one game, everybody's like, oh, well, maybe we're wrong about the secondary and they really aren't that good. So even though Sean Murphy Bundy is injured, a lot of guys on that on that squad who have a lot of motivation to come out and prove uh, people wrong. Ronald Jones getting benched, you know, what I mean, for pretty much most or all most or almost all of uh, the season opener. Definitely something to prove. So, yeah, just a mentality that you definitely want to celebrate uh, and cheer for. And, and you know, I think it's, it's what makes this Buccaneers defending Super Bowl team 
a little bit different than some of the previous defending Super Bowl champions. Yeah, I mean, and and think about it. This is a guy in Jaden Mickens that, you know, kind of had his his career with the Buccaneers called into question twice. I mean, he had some off-field issues shortly after the Super Bowl involving a, a, an arrest for having a, a firearm without a uh, a permit out there in California. Then he gets cut in favor of of Jalen Darden finds his way back onto the practice squad so I think this is a guy that's starting to kind of mature in in his mentality that you know this is not a given this is something that I have to go out there and I have to earn every single day and and I have to fight for my spot on this roster and I'm going to show them that I deserve to be one of the 53 and yeah I understand they're excited about about Jalen but you know, I'm here too, and I can do this job, and and I want to be out there on the field helping my teammates in, in any way that I can. So I think we're starting to see a, a maturing process with with Jaden Mickens, and and I'm I'm excited about it. Like honestly, I, I really truly am. I it's it's great to see these young guys kind of start to turn the corner. And it seems like a lot of times when you have some immaturity issues and then you see them start to grow as a person, that's when their football career actually ends up getting that much better. We might be witnessing that in New Orleans with Jameis. I mean, if we're, if we're being quite honest, but that's a discussion for another day. Real quick, uh, update on the injury report. Not a lot of changes. Jordan Whitehead, again, a full participant. All signs look like he's going to be good to go. Shaquille Barrett, he was a full participant. Antonio Brown, full participant. The addition to the injury report was Steve McClendon, not injury-related, resting the veteran, so he was a did-not-participate. Jason Pierre-Paul, he was on the injury report as a limited participant yesterday. Now he is a... uh, he did not participate with that hand injury, but we know JPP. It's pretty much his veteran day off. It's his rest day, so nothing to be concerned about there. He'll be good to go on Sunday. And finally, the Atlanta Falcons placed their first player on the injury report for this week, listing wide receiver Frank Darby with a calf injury. He was a limited participant. David, did you know that Built Bar has a lot of delicious flavors just waiting to be ordered and delivered directly to your door. I mean, I knew. I wasn't sure if you knew, but I want to make sure our listeners know that flavors like coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, there's something for everyone. If you don't know what your favorite flavor is, why don't you go ahead and order a mixed box? You're going to receive two of each of those nine flavors. And not only will you be receiving a box of the best tasting protein bar out there, they are really healthy too. Each of those bars have anywhere from 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Second two here at the Locked on Bucks podcast, wrapping up the week. Final preview before the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeat, I mean, host the Atlanta Falcons in their first NFC South division matchup of the season. Listen, if the fans are going to be extremely confident, then I can because, I mean, we're not playing, so we can be overly confident all we want and and use whatever hyperboles we want because it doesn't actually affect what happens on the football field. If the Buccaneers lose to the Falcons, it's not because it's not going to be because a lot of Bucks podcast was overly confident. But 
there are certain ways of measuring confidence, James, and something we're going to start this week. And I got to give a shout out to our guys over at the Locked on Eagles podcast. Uh, this is something that they started doing. They kind of shared it with the group and said that they had a lot of fun with it. I saw it. We saw it. And we're like, you know what? That's that's a brilliant idea. And, and we want to do it, too, because both of us are gamblers anyway. One of us potentially more of a of a of a bad news game. I guess if you want to call it. like I could I could legitimately have a very big gambling problem if I did not have the willpower that I have. I enjoy gambling a little more than probably the average person. Of course, if you're out there and you're gambling, please do so responsibly. But we're going to start this week. What we're going to do is we're each going to take three prop bets on betonline.ag and we're going to pick that prop bet and we're going to give the bet that we are or would be making. I'm not all about giving everybody my financial practices. So I'm going to say I would make if I wanted to. And some of these I may or may not have actually bet on. But James, I'm going to let you kick it off uh, with our very first prop bets segment. We don't have a name for it. But what is the very first prop bet you're taking from this weekend's Buccaneers game against the Atlanta Falcons? I It's actually the first category listed when you go into the prop bet section over a bet online for this game. And I'm going to talk about the first half margin of victory. So the lead that, that the team will have at halftime, uh, that's one that I'm, I'm interested in because there's some, there's some really great odds on that one. Like even if you're going to go to a bit of an extreme and say Buccaneers easily are up by two touchdowns, you're still getting a plus 175 on, on that bet. Uh, I mean, if you're going to take the Eagles to be or the, the Falcons to be in the lead, I mean, just by a field goal, you're talking at plus 400. If you think the game would be tied, you're talking plus a thousand. I personally am going to take the Buccaneers to lead by between seven and 12 points at halftime, which pays out at a plus 400. So I would. I would bet $10 I'm going to win 40 bucks if the Buccaneers are up by 7 to 12 points. I I like that bet. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good one. So, I'm going to go a little bit of a different route here. I'm going to go for a total game uh prediction and that is the Atlanta Falcons exact number of touchdowns in this game. Your options are 1 2 3 0 4 5 6 and more. Um I mean, if you think they're going to get six and more, $100 can make you $4,000 if the Atlanta Falcons score uh, six or more touchdowns. That would be amazing. Um, I'm going three, and I don't want to give away too much information for my score prediction at the end of this episode, but I'm going three. And I don't know if I'm going to put $100. $100 would get me $325 earned, so I would get $425 back. For those of you who don't know really how the betting works, when you see plus 325, that means you bet 100 you earn 325 so you would make uh, that on top of your hundred dollars, I'm I'm predicting that the, the Atlanta Falcons will score three touchdowns. Not necessarily say that's not necessarily saying they're all going to come on offense or even some on defense, which is great because it's Atlanta Falcons exact touchdowns, neither offense or defense, just total touchdowns. I'm taking the three. It's a plus three twenty five. I, I think that's what's going to happen in this uh, in this weekend's game. All right, all right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into the score predictions here in the next segment. Um, I'm just going to say that I would I. Personally, me, I would fade that pick. I, I or I would fade that that bet. But that's just that's just my opinion. Well, and there is also an over under category here for this too. Atlanta Falcons touchdowns over one and a half or under one and a half. The odds are a little bit less, right? You're talking plus one thirty five or you know one hundred sixty five dollars, something like that. 
So if if that's more people's speed, then, then I like going for the exact predictions because, I don't know, it gets the adrenaline going just a little bit more. It does, but I'm a little more conservative, which, you know, as you just mentioned, that leads into the next bet that I would make, and that is the Buccaneers total touchdowns where they set the over under at three and a half. So if you're taking the over, which I am, it, it pays out at minus 135. So what that means, I'm going to do all of mine in terms of $10 bets. So a $10 bet would win me $7.41. So that would pay me back, you know, $17.41 if I win that. My initial $10 plus a profit of $741. Now, if you think the Buccaneers are going to be under three and a half touchdowns, that's a plus 105. Uh, I mean... Stranger things have happened, but I think the Buccaneers as a team are, are going over three and a half touchdowns in this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you on that one. My next one uh, is, is a favorite of mine. I'm smiling as I'm reading this. It's the first team to use a challenge, and both teams <laughs> uh, have a have a have a one fifty a negative one fifteen byline, which means if you put a hundred dollars down, basically you have to you have to bet one hundred and fifteen dollars to earn a hundred dollars. So if you only bet $100, you're going to make $86.96. But listen, when Bruce Arians drops that red flag on the field on Sunday afternoon, probably in the first or second quarter, you're going to make the easiest $86.96 you've ever made in your life because Bruce Arians loves, one, yelling at the referees, two, trolling the referees, and three, proving them wrong. The only way he's allowed to prove them wrong without getting fined, James, is the challenge flag. That man might have the quickest trigger on a challenge flag in the NFL right now. So if I'm wanting to put money on the first team to use a challenge, I'm putting that money on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and BA getting ready to, to throw some dirt into the referees faces legally. Yeah. If I, I looked at that category and I'm like, Oh, Bruce loves those challenges early in games. And I don't know Arthur Smith's um, philosophy towards, towards challenges. So I would lean heavily towards, towards the Buccaneers in that one. Uh, my final prop, and I thought this was a fun one, was the team to score the longest field goal. And the odds really surprised me. They have the Buccaneers at minus 140. They have the Atlanta Falcons at plus 110. Now, again, without giving away my my score prediction or bowl prediction or anything like that, I have a feeling that the Falcons are going to struggle a little bit to to move the ball, especially when they get into Tampa's territory. And I think that could set up a really long field goal attempt by a guy that has a ridiculously strong leg in Young Way Koo. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bet the Atlanta Falcons plus the 110. So a $10 bet would would get me $11. So the payout would be 21 again, my initial $10 plus the $11 profit on that one, because I just think Ku is going to have the opportunity to end up kicking the longest field goal in this game. And I have all the faith in the world that he would make it. I think he's one of the best young kickers in the game. So I, I put my money on the Falcons to score the longest field goal. That's probably a pretty good bet. And I'm actually sticking in the field goal category as well, but mine is longest field goal. Yeah, it's, over under 47 and a half yards what betonline.ag has this set at and again it's negative 150 odds so again you bet you have to bet 115 dollars to win 100 dollars. you don't have to bet 100 dollars 
But in order to win $100, you have to bet $115. So, for example, if I bet $10 on this, I win $8.70. So I get back $18.70. If I'm correct in my prediction that the longest field goal in this game will be under 47 and a half yards. So 47 yards or closer for the longest field goal in this game, I win anything 48 or longer and I lose. And I just, I look at this, James, and I know Jordan Whitehead's coming back. I think Sean Murphy Bunting is, is a decent enough loss and the Atlanta Falcons have enough offensive weapons. I watched that game against the Eagles and I know they didn't even get past the 50, you know, in, in the second half or even most second quarter or whatever, but those first two drives, they got down inside the Eagles 10 and the Eagles defense is not the Buccaneers defense. And I get all that, but they have enough weaponry to move the ball. And I think that this Bucks defense is still going to be a little bit more bend. Don't break in week two. I know we would like to see them be more, just don't bend and don't break at all and just impose your will on the Falcons. And I think maybe we see that in the second matchup of the season, but in this week two matchup, especially Sean Murphy bunting uh, still missing from action. I think we get a little bit more bend, which means the Atlanta Falcons are going to get a little bit closer and they're going to kick some field goals that are closer to 47 and a half yards. Here's where the rub comes in. I think then the Buccaneers put enough points on the board that the Falcons have to stop trying to go for field goals anyway. So even if you get like a third and eight, from the 35, you know, 38 yard line, something like that, where it would qualify to beat this prop bet. I think the Falcons will be in a situation where they kind of have to go for it in order to keep up or catch up with the Buccaneers. So that's kind of where I'm going with this. A little bit of assumption prediction going into that bet, but that's maybe why you only put 10 bucks on that one. You know what I mean? Because if you lose it, it's like, ah, I can't go to McDonald's for lunch tomorrow. But I don't know if I put $100 on it, but that's kind of where my mind mindset is there. Taking the under 47 and a half yard field goal is the longest field goal in this game. I like it. I, I like it a lot. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was that was a, a fun little exercise. And I don't know, yeah. maybe I'm just going to go ahead and bet on. You know, I'll, I'll put my money where my mouth is on the on the podcast and I'll, I'll make those bets over on uh, on bet online. Well, I will tell you that I have the entirety of my remaining. What was my remaining balance on BetOnline.ag is on the line this weekend in this weekend's football action. Um, and that total is $21 and 17 cents. That's what I had left my, my tight AG account. So I do have all of that wagered this week, but I also have some future bets. I made a lot of future bets. Uh, I did make one. Our, our listeners will be happy here that I did make one for the Buccaneers to repeat the Super Bowl champion. So we'll see if that one comes through fruition. So I have more than $21 on the line, but only the $21 17 cents on the line this weekend. And of course, I did it at betonline.ag because it's your number one spot, my number one spot for pro and college football action this season. They've got a new updated site and interface with even more odds, props, and contests. Betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head over there right now, sign up, and get a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit when you sign up by using the promo code locked on. Whether it's football, basketball, boxing, write down your favorite Vegas casino games. I like playing blackjack on there as well. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, David Harrison on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks at dharrison82. David, let's go ahead and dive into some game predictions. Love those, and uh, I'm going to kick things off here. Actually, you know what? I I kicked things off in the last segment. Let's start with you. Let's let's kick it over to you for your predictive player of the game. 
my predictive player of the game is going to be Antonio Brown because, uh, again, I watched that Eagles and Falcons game. And listen, I think the Falcons are going to make some adjustments. They're going to tweak some things. And I don't expect them to play as terribly as they did in week one. But there are still some undeniable truths about this defense. And one of them is that they are not confident in their ability to cover the deeper parts of the field, which is why you see so much off coverage from this defense in week one. And time after time, James, I saw the Eagles dumping off here, dumping off there, a flare out here, a flare here, a screen here, a screen there. And I just kept thinking, that's A-B, that's A-B, that's A-B, that's A-B. I said it already this week. Literally, if you have Antonio Brown in a PPR league, you may you may break the traditional number of points a wide receiver gets you just in your points per reception. Yards and touchdowns coming after that, and it's all Antonio Brown's territory. So Antonio Brown, for me, unless this defense just suddenly turns into a press man coverage steam, which I don't see happening in less in, in less than a full week, Antonio Brown should have one hell of an impact on this game. I'm not as high on Antonio Brown in this game as I was last week. So, well, I mean, I'm, being wrong is okay for you. It's it's fine. That is true. I well, but at the same time, I want you to be right because Beckett has Antonio Brown in the Locked On Bucks fantasy league, and then he also has him in a full PPR league. There you go. But I think Mike, I think this is the Mike Evans game. I said it with with Evan on Wednesday. I I think Evans really blows up in this one. I obviously can't take him as my predicted player of the game because Evan already did. So Evan took Mike Evans. You take Antonio Brown. Uh, I feel like the defense is not being respected here. And when you have a team that drafts a tight end, the highest a tight end has ever been drafted in the history of football. Uh, he does get some targets in week one. The The Atlanta f- offense did not look great. It was it was a little bit shaky. Matt Ryan looks somewhat uncomfortable. Looks like it's going to take a little while to get it. As you pointed out, I mean, they, they were moving the ball, but there were obviously some communication and some confusion issues going on. But you, you take a look. If Carlton Davis is the guy that shadows Calvin Ridley, he's going to limit Ridley's opportunities i'm not saying he's going to shut him down but he's going to limit the opportunity right so who are they going to go to they're going to try to go to that top drafted fourth overall pick kyle pitts and levante david is gonna shut it down um so that is my predictive player of the game it it may not i i guess it would show up on the stat sheet as like pass breakups but as far as just shutting him down in coverage and and taking routes away from him, that's not going to show up on the stat sheet. But I think Levante David is going to basically make Kyle Pitts a non-factor in this game. Yeah, I mean, listen, the defense, you know, maybe not getting a whole lot of love in the predictive players of the game here, but I mean, they're the 31st ranked defense when it comes to giving up passing yards, James. So yeah, if it, they want some more love, they should probably earn it i'm just kidding of course we love those guys uh moving to bold predictions james you want to go first on this one you want me no, to go first no on this one? it's it's all you on in this segment because it was all me in the last one so i'm going first on this one fantastic so listen my my predictive bold prediction for the season and i'm glad this is coming up because we had some miscommunication on this my predictive bold, <laughs> or my bold prediction for the season was that ross cockrell would lead the secondary in takeaways not the defense or right. the NFL or, or whatever the miscommunication was, the secondary. So out of DBs, Ross Cockrell was going to lead the DBs in 2021 for the Buccaneers in takeaways. 
Are we clear there? We're clear there. And he's getting his first one in this game. Ross Cockrell will have at least one takeaway against the Atlanta Falcons as he steps up in 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 whatever spot they need him to step up in. Now that Jordan Whitehead is back, but Sean Murphy Bunting is still out, uh, he will get a takeaway in this weekend's game. I like it because it helps out my bold prediction for this week. My bold prediction is that when this game is over, the Buccaneers on the season will have a positive turnover differential. So that means they are going to get at least four takeaways against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. Boom. That's great for me because I have the Bucks defense. Nice. <laughs> um, all right, score predictions. Uh, I, I mean, I think we both have the Buccaneers winning. Most people have the Buccaneers winning. I've talked to a lot of Falcons people and Falcons fans. Um, I tweeted a picture of my buddy who's a Falcons fan. I tweeted a picture of his hat, a Bucks fan. Got very salty about me tweeting that. So that's um, congratulations on that being the worst part of your day. Uh, <laughs> 31 to 10. I want I want to predict 28 to 3. You know I want to predict 28 to 3 but I am going 31, 21, not 10, 31, 21, a 10 point victory. So like I said, in the prop bet segment, three touchdowns for the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not sure how exactly they're going to come, but I do think the Falcons improve in their, in their performance. But I do think the Buccaneers still walk away with a multi-score victory in this one. Maybe it's a late touchdown for the Falcons and it's not really a 10 point game, but it is on the stat sheet. You know what I'm saying? Um, but 31, 21 is my prediction for this week's weekend's game. When Evan and I did WTSP Wednesday, we talked about that 12 and a half point spread. And it's real hard when a team is favored by that much. It's real hard to pick the team to actually cover that spread. And then you and, and Aaron talked about it again on the crossover episode. That's a that's a huge spread. And you both said that you would probably take the Falcons against the spread yeah to cover the 12 and a half it's so again for our non-betting people out there i want you to understand something we talk about the spread right the tampa bay buccaneers are favored at betonline.ag to win by 12 and a half points so that when you see something negative 12 and a half that means that team is going to win by the 12 and a half points so if you take that team you're taking the buccaneers to win and then you take a deficit of 12 and a half points meaning that in order for them to win against the spread they have to beat the falcons by at least 12 and a half points. So 13 points or more. That's basically what that means, right? So when you say you're taking the Falcons against this, or, you know, to, to bust the spread, whatever you want to call it, uh, then that means you think that the Falcons will not necessarily win, but they won't lose by more than 12 and a half points. So just to clarify that a little bit, if I did, because I, I messed up some terminology in there. Right. Yeah. So basically you, you take, you know, the favorite score and they start off in the negative. And they, they have to win by, as you said, the Buccaneers would have to win by 13 points to cover the spread. And it's a divisional game, which makes it even harder to pick the Bucs to, to cover that. Um, but I'm going to do it because I say it's going to be 34 to 13. Okay. I know I know it's risky. And but, look, hey, listen, if you put, but no risky, no biscuit, right? If you put $10 down on the Buccaneers to cover the spread, so if you take them minus 12 and a half points, you're going to earn $19.62, $19.62 if, uh, if, if they pull that off. But I mean, and then just getting a little bit further into the education for those who need it, the money line is just straight up winner. 
Yeah. So if you take bucks, $10, if you put $10 in the bucks to win on the money line, they just win. You earn $1.50. So you'll get $11.50 back for your $10 risk, which is betonline.ag's way of saying congratulations for picking the Super Bowl champions to, to beat a team that just lost the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's your dollar fifty. You know what I mean. So you're taking a less lesser risk. It doesn't matter if the Bucks win by one or one hundred. You get a dollar fifty. But so that's where the odds and the spread that you you have a chance to make a little bit more money on there. But the risk is higher because yeah, you're taking that twelve and a half points. And I mean, hey, more power to you if they win. I, I hope I you know I hope it for every single one of you that takes the Buccaneers and the points. Yeah. So, uh, I I don't think this. I think the second matchup with the Falcons is going to be a lot closer than this first one. Um, But again, division games are they're a funny thing. They're weird, and so you know, strange things can can certainly happen. So, all right, David, that is going to do it for this episode. A quick recap: Your predictive player is Antonio Brown. Mine is Levante David. Your bold prediction is that Ross Cockrell is going to get his first takeaway of the season. Mine is that the Bucks are going to win the turnover battle by at least four. And then your score prediction is 31-21. Mine is 34-13. to As always, we will be back on Monday. We are going to be recapping the game. We will take your emails at LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. We will take your voicemails. At 813-444-5841, you can send in your reactions to the game. Hopefully, they're all positive and they're all excited because the Buccaneers will be 2-0 and at that point. Until then, check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.